So by day I'm a chemist. I'm trying to earn my PhD at CSU. But by night, you can find me hunched over a sketchbook or slouched on the couch with one ear in this world and one in the next. I'm listening to music, but I'm making it all in the same moment. And it's kind of in this flurry of creativity where I want to begin my story. This idea of parenthood that I have. This idea that children aren't like coloring books and you don't get to fill them with your favorite colors. My parents would never tell you that they forced me to play the violin because I truly was given a choice of what instrument I wanted to play. So in first grade, I was told that I could choose from the cello, the viola, the violin, the piano, all the instruments we might have tried at one point or we forced our children to also pick up and try to. My father actually picked up the violin too at the ripe age of 46. He wanted to be a model for me. He wanted to encourage me to practice. He wanted me to see him um, and see him as a model for that kind of good studious behavior. Soon though, the chasm of skill was such that at the behest of my instructor, he quit. And I found myself <laughs> walking alone on this musical journey. I loved the violin, although I wasn't a prodigy. I'm sure my parents would gladly tell you how many times they quietly closed the door when I was practicing so that they didn't have to listen to me. It gave me a voice because I was quiet and I was happy, but as a child who lived inside of my own head, and I loved that the violin gave me a second way to be understood. But at the same time, it gave me an anxiety because I felt as if the older I got, the more my parents saw me for the colors that I weren't, heard the music that wasn't really in my heart, and loved me for the accomplishments that I was. And this bled into areas like school, where I excelled and I loved it and I enjoyed it and I made them happy and proud, and it made me happy and proud to see them happy and proud. It made me happy to see them give me books that I devoured. But again, I felt as if these colors that they loved were simply the colors that they wanted to see in themselves and wanted to see in me and maybe weren't my true colors. I remember when I was little, we would watch HGTV after PBS Kids was done with their programming, after Sesame Street and Arthur. You guys might remember those shows too. I remember watching HGTV, this was the early 2000s, and my mother sitting on the couch, eyeballing all the things that housewives loved during the early 2000s, granite countertops, Suzanne <laughs> Wang and House Hunters International, the taupe palettes, the vaulted ceilings. And I felt really guilty because I knew my mom gave up so much to have me, to adopt me from a country that didn't like Chinese girls as much as Chinese boys. And that guilt began to fester. It began to feel as if I needed to be those colors, as if I needed to achieve those things for her. You know, what, what parent didn't say, I want more for my children. I want my children to have a better life, a better childhood, have more opportunity, have more wealth, accrue all the things that I love. And I felt bad because in my heart, that's not what I wanted. I don't like big houses, I think they're lonely. And cold. I didn't want a car when I was 16 because I didn't like driving alone. I never liked yelling at my parents because I certainly didn't like them to yell at me. And I've always felt like the lucky one, right? I've always felt as if everything here is because of my parents, and it is. Because there aren't opportunities like that in China. 
especially not when you're from a rural province. I know I'm the lucky one. And I just began to doubt that they felt that way too. I felt as if when somebody dropped me off at the doorstep of a police station saying they couldn't take care of me, that the orphanage might have given my mother the wrong child. I thought she wanted a child that loved the same things she did. A child that would love to go to the American Girl Doll store. A child that would love flowery pillows and painting her nails. I wasn't that child. Those weren't my true colors. And all these little internalized feelings of guilt, they have little consequences when you're little because I became distracted by the next beautiful thing in life that I saw and that it fixed me. But you get older, right? And things take on more consequence. Your life takes on more meaning and you welcome more people into your lives. In high school, I had to do what's called fleur de lis. You guys might know it as um, cotillion. They're etiquette classes, right? Where you learn which fork to use with your salad and you learn how the guy is supposed to walk on the inside of the street so you know the girl doesn't get pancaked if the car goes onto the sidewalk. <laughs> Honestly, I think you boys would both be smashed, but <laughs> and I found this experience to just to just make those feelings of separation compounded. I felt out of place. I felt surrounded by wealth, the kids who could afford cars at 16, the boys who had freshly pressed suits. I felt like I was in an environment where all the girls were busy impressing the boys, all the boys were busy acting like they didn't care. It felt superficial, not because I thought the people were superficial, but because the lessons that they taught didn't resonate with me. It felt uncomfortable and I felt out of place. I remember one time standing aside and listening to a group of immature boys making fun of another boy who was a faggot. And at that very moment, I knew I didn't belong there. I wanted to leave so badly. I tried in so many words to tell my parents that I couldn't go anymore because I felt scared. I felt like I was in danger. I didn't like the idea of being called faggot, and I didn't like the idea of being gay at that time either. But I couldn't tell my parents because they were Catholic, and they were my parents, and I had to make them proud. And I didn't want to be something that they didn't like. I didn't want to be a picture that they had made that they thought was ugly. And it was really hard to take that in, and it's really hard to show people things that you aren't, and to have the wrong colors on your palette when you know which ones you want to reach for. And I know if my parents could look at me now, they would apologize. They would say that there's nothing in the world they wanted to see and love more than my true self. I know that they love me unconditionally because of all the things that they've given me. They've had the courage to push me to reach an education that far exceeds theirs. They've gone into territories where I know they never would had it not been for me. They've learned so many things about parenthood that I know that they could probably redo. And because their love has gotten me here, I know that there's nothing that I regret. And I really hope that there's nothing that they regret either. They've given me everything. And as a graduation gift from high school, I got an electric violin. It's something I've always wanted, and throughout high school, um, in between the books and the A-push classes, 
and all the college applications. I would watch YouTube videos of people moving, recording, and making their own music. And I began to make my own too. For my gift, I not only got an electric violin, I got an amp, and I got a loop pedal. I began to experiment. I would sit in my room for hours, and I would recognize that creak up the stairs as my parents began to listen to me. As I heard something that they'd never heard before, you know, they'd only listened to Vivaldi and Bach, trios, church songs that I had to play at 8 a.m. every Sunday for our choir. And they heard, they heard me for the first time, it was wonderful. And I remember the first time my father came into my room, broke the threshold and just sat on my bed and looked at me. And he was smiling. My mother came up too, and she was crying. Um, she said, it's so beautiful. And she wanted to tell everyone, and then she made me take my violin to Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving dinner. Because <laughs> um, they're proud parents, and who isn't? You know, it's really wonderful to be loved, and it's wonderful to know you're loved, as I do now. But it's profound to be understood, especially for the true colors.